Finding Purpose, The Song of My Life, Era 2, Episode 76, Growth and Beautiful Reports. Welcome back, everyone. Thomas and I were looking forward to celebrating our anniversary in August. We had been married for four years, but we said to each other, we've been together for six years. To celebrate, we went out to dinner for the very first time to a nearby restaurant. I remember it because I wore a new dress that my mom had bought me. When we would sit together alone, we had so much to talk about. Our week in West Berlin had made a big impression on both of us. Besides the year we had spent together there, it was where Thomas had grown up. It was so clear that it was God who had turned our lives around. We felt like it was an honor that Jesus had sent us back to Germany. Now we had the mission to testify of the truth that Jesus had set us free. Six years before, we were living only for ourselves. Now we wanted to help others. As soon as we came back from the Berlin trip, we all had a new decision to make. We decided to take in a single mother who was in great need. She had two daughters. One was Naomi's age and the other was a baby. We set her up in the small bedroom in our apartment where my parents had stayed. I think our friend Terry had met her and brought her to the house to meet us. She was very open to hear about Jesus and shortly after, Terry and Peter baptized her in a lake. Thomas suggested that I take some time with her every day to talk about the Bible. We would sit in my room with our girls playing in the hallway. Both of us were learning something new. For me, it was good practice speaking German, and for her, she was learning about the new life that she could have with Jesus. There was a lot of growth happening in the house. There were two young men that moved in. They were baptized in the river together with Alan by Thomas and John. Both of them were very happy to join us and helped a lot by working around the house and participating in the Bible studies. Actually, Terry, his wife, and three boys were also staying with us for a couple of weeks. They were in the process of moving back to Kansas City for a year, and Peter had agreed to let them leave their car at our house. Also, Ava Maria and Frank were going with them. The goal was to be trained by the leaders at the House of Agape and then return to Munich with a small team of Americans. There was always some kind of action going on in our house. Two guys from the team, Randy and Daniel, decided to take a trip to Sweden to visit the family Peter had met. Since they would be northbound, Thomas suggested they visit our friends in Hanover. I actually found on the Jesus-Treff YouTube channel a video of them being interviewed by the pastor. There's even a shot of Randy playing his guitar at their meeting. As far as the plans for the new team, we often heard doubt from other Christians in Munich. The comment was usually, it's impossible to find housing or jobs. But as you will hear in the following newsletter, the team had positive experiences. Ellie was often busy taking them to the German offices to get extended visas because of job offers. By October, Thomas was gathering written reports from the team for a newsletter. They had only been in Munich four months, but it's interesting to hear about their experiences. Thomas wrote the introduction, setting the tone that reflected what was on most of our hearts during that time. 
dear beloved brothers and sisters, saints, friends, and family. We greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. To all of you who are part of the body of Christ and those we have lived and worked with. Some of you we have met traveling on our way to Germany. And to others that we do not know personally, we are linked together with the same purpose. We want to express our love towards you. We are thankful for your support in prayer, letters, tapes, and everything you do on behalf of the work in Germany. We receive so much strength and encouragement from you. Truly, Jesus Christ is fulfilling his word by sending us here. His command is, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. God's desire is to show forth his glory on this earth, to do away with sin and establish his righteousness. It is almost two years now that we first gave ourselves to Germany. Now we are experiencing victory and overcoming the language and culture barriers. There has been added to us four committed Germans who live and work with us. We have a group of believers that regularly come to the house. The word of God is being preached and is effectually changing our lives. How thankful we are that God has laid such a careful foundation. Because we are under authority, we can go forth in authority. Now we're in Munich, but we will see teams going out from here into other cities in Germany and also around in Europe. God is faithful to finish his work. Our motivation is to give ourselves totally to his purpose. We are learning that it is not so important to accomplish immediate results. He has promised to reward our labor for his name's sake. Europe, especially Eastern Europe, is waiting for revival. It is waiting for disciples to come out and speak life. It is waiting for men and women who fear God to lay their lives down. It is waiting for sons of God to show forth his praises. It is waiting for the example of the church to walk in unity and speak the truth in love. We hold this vision steadfastly before us. Be encouraged that God is honoring your vision. We feel like a part of the whole body and expansion of our brethren who can't be here. Let's pray together that Jesus would continue to prepare us for the next steps. Pray for laborers of the harvest. We desire God's blessing upon you that he would prosper you. In Jesus' name, Thomas Van Doren. The next report is from Gregory. Dearest brethren, we want to communicate with you two things. First, our love and our desire to stand with you before the Lord Jesus as his bride. Second, to give you an understanding of God's work in our midst in Germany. He has made the way for us to come and he has established us here. This house shines forth as a light in a dark world, as does every place where brethren gather in the name of Jesus. We are 27 adults and nine children. We have four German people living with us. In August, Thomas Van Doren began giving German Bible studies on Tuesday and Thursday nights. 
Within a month, there were over 15 brothers and sisters coming to these studies. Many are newborn babes hungry for the word of God. It has been a miracle and no doing of our own. Along with this blessing, our knowledge of the German people and of their language is growing. Eleven of us are taking formal language classes. Some of us attend a Bible study every Thursday night for students from the college on the American base. We believe the Lord wants to establish a central meeting place to bring about unity and equip the saints. Sunday morning, we attend different German fellowships. A few of us go in the afternoon to Marine Platz to preach the gospel. This is an area where no cars are allowed and there are thousands of people. It is the center for political debates, street musicians, tourists, and the focal point for many different religious cults. On any day of the week, you may see the Hare Krishna dancing or chanting, or the Communist Party members speaking. You will always find a number of musicians playing for money. This plaza is the same square where Hitler spoke to the people of this city from. The German people are very curious and hungry to hear the word of God. It is easy to draw a large crowd by singing. Usually, even more people crowd around when we begin to preach. It is amazing to stand in the same place where 35 years ago Jews and Christians were arrested. Pray with us that these people will have ears to hear and hearts to repent, and that we will have the boldness to speak the truth in love fearlessly. The next comments are by Susan, the one who got lost in the mountains. She wrote a sweet addition to Gregory's report. It is still day, and the Lord has granted us the wonderful privilege of coming to this country. Communism is present in varying degrees throughout Europe, and the Lord has given us such open doors. We are able to go to the center of town and lift up the name of our king as much as we like. We hold meetings for Germans two nights a week and have meetings in both languages the other two evenings. What a glorious freedom. Who knows whether we'll have this freedom in five years or even in one year. I'm grateful the Lord has sent us here at this time. With much love, Susan. The next report is from Daniel, who a year later became Susan's husband. Dear brethren, I have been in Europe for four months now, and in that time, four people have moved in with us. They all decided to follow Jesus. Afi and Burkhardt are from Germany, Joseph is from Austria, and Peter is from Switzerland. Afi is a real blessing, helping out around the house, and Peter just got a job working with three other brothers on the economy. Joseph, Burkhardt, and I do work around the house, but I believe the Lord is going to open doors for us to reach out to the community. I'm just starting to receive a vision for us as a team, walking together, working, and preaching together. Unity in purpose and in mind is the real word I'm thinking of. We are really different, though, coming from different cultural backgrounds and languages. Sometimes a lack of communication occurs, which can divide us quickly. It is only as we behold the same vision that we can move together through any difficulties. 
The Lord Jesus has truly sent us here, and I believe will keep us and establish this work for his glory. We covet your prayers. Love, Dan. The next letter Burkhart wrote, and someone translated for him. I am 27 years old. Before I came to Jesus, I did various things. For many wasted years, I traveled to different cities because I could never stay in the same place for very long. Here and there, I worked some or sold dope. My life mainly consisted of music and loose living. Later, I became a disc jockey and then started drinking. I didn't want to have anything to do with God and Jesus. About three months ago, I finally turned to Jesus, and I did this because I heard his word and realized that it is the truth. I am a sinner and can only be free from sin through Jesus. He showed me what a pit I have lived in, and I don't have to go back anymore to my old ways and sins. Everything I had done before was in vain. I thank Jesus that he has freed me from my old selfish life and that I can serve him now. Sometimes I have a hard time because I forget that I am serving Jesus and what I'm doing. My old man is not willing and often a brother has to help me out. Just recently he said to me, I've given my life to Jesus and that means that I put the old man aside and serve Jesus with all I have. I also love him with my whole heart. I thank my brethren here for their love towards me, which strengthens me. It's a love that is alive through the Lord Jesus. Burkhart. The following comments are from Randy. Dearest brethren, I would like to tell you a little of how I have been affected by the German people in Munich. To begin with, I see these people running their lives as efficiently as a well-oiled machine. They are as fallible as any other human being, but woe to the one who makes a mistake or shows any weakness. On several occasions, I have seen displays of revenge or anger by a person who was offended in some way. I even saw a pleasant-looking old gentleman kicking away at the legs of another woman who was crowding his wife on her seat in the Espon. I am more prone to love the meek and mellow type. Lately, the Lord has been asking me to bend my knees in prayer for this nation. Since doing so, I have noticed a greater love coming into my life, along with it, the recognition of the bitterness that has been locked up in my own heart. This has made it easier for me to identify with them. That is the key to intercession. In the words of another, Europe is a hard nut to crack. We desperately need your prayers. There are some things in this war on earth that are not going to come to pass unless we are faithful to pray. We sincerely love you all. The Spirit says we are one people, one body with one purpose. That is to glorify our King, Randy. From our sister Linda, a poem was included in the newsletter. In reading it now, it seems to me that she might have written it back in California, maybe even when she lived at the Lighthouse Ranch. It's titled, Full Day. I walked alone. The road stretched out ahead like a dusty ribbon. Warm and full was the day. Singing and light, 
skybirds in clouds, the field grass waved hello, the wind nudged me, the sun hugged me. Quickly I found me, not alone. Everything was here. The tall trees saluted me, the small birds greeted me, the soft grass invited me, full was the day. Who saw me? Who called me? Birds, trees, grass, everything was here. Who filled me? Who knew me? Who drew me? Birds sing to me. Warm wind comforts me. Who made this? Who gave this? The full day breathed his name, Jesus. Another message in our letter was from Thomas's friend who wrote, This is your brother John. Greetings to my wonderful family. I used to think that the only way we could be a body without division is by constant communication among all the members. We must all agree, confess, and do the same basic things. Now I'm seeing, as God sees, that we already are one. We are unified by one faith and one spirit, working through and in us. I thank God that your hearts are also towards God's purposes. None of us have a better calling on this earth. Every calling and every sending is equally important. I can't communicate in writing my many smiles and tears for you as I pray that Jesus would be glorified in you. I love you in Jesus, John. At the end of the newsletter were my comments. I added a copy of a song we had learned from Psalm 117. Lobe den Herrn all ihr Heiden, preiset ihn alle Völker, denn seine Gnade und Wahrheit waltet über uns in Ewigkeit. To my precious family, my heart is so full of love for you all. As my love for Jesus grows, so does my love and concern for you. It is an honor to be a part of God's family and to learn more each day how we can lay our lives down for one another. These past two years in Germany have been an intense growing time, which I am thankful for. A lot of serious change is needed in our lives that we might give ourselves in a real way to this country. It can be painful, but it's worth it to see the gospel go forth and to allow ourselves to be united and perfected. I often sing Diane Bellman's song, We are your body, Lord, and we stand waiting to be broken and divided for all men. Every day we have that choice. He rejoices when we choose his way, and his way always brings peace, joy, and strength. Thank you for your love and prayer towards us, and for all the wonderful packages and photographs you've sent. Jesus bless you, Christine Van Doren. So now, in closing my episode today, this old song comes to mind. Those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. We'd sing and dance forever and a day. We'd live the life we choose. We'd fight and never lose. For we were young and sure to have our way. My friends and the writers of that newsletter were young and probably thought those days would never end. But life does move on. And we were about to find out that some of our friends were going to be moving on. I'll tell that story in episode 77. 
I really enjoyed myself reading that long-lost newsletter to Eureka. It was the first one we wrote, and it stirs my heart to remember everyone from those days. With some people, I still have contact, and a few have gone on to be with the Lord. Others were like the verse in that old song, Those Were the Days. It says, Then the busy years went rushing by us. We lost our starry notions on the way. It seems important that in order that we don't lose our way is to continue to be honest with ourselves, with each other, and most importantly, honest and open with God. He is the great shepherd that longs to protect us as we listen to his voice and follow him. Bye for now, friends. P.S. Next week, I have scheduled a video podcast with my daughter, Naomi. I think you will enjoy our exchange and be encouraged. The week after that, there will not be an episode because of the coming holidays. I will be back with the next episode on January 10th, 2024. Wonderful wishes and blessings to you and your families.